0: Hey fam! Welcome to The Prophetic Listening Podcast, The Art of Hearing God's Perfect Will, the podcast that invites you to tune into God's guidance and discover His flawless plan for your life. I'm Michelle Honora, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm an author, speaker, and spiritual direction coach, as well as the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening. In a world filled with noise and distractions, finding clarity in God's will can be a challenge especially if you're facing significant life transitions whatever challenges you're encountering you're about to learn how to discern god's perfect will for both significant and everyday situations so tune in open your heart and embark with me on this sacred quest to hear god's voice and discern his perfect will for your life welcome to the prophetic listening podcast Hey fam, welcome to another episode of the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Thanks for joining me on this episode. I'm going to adjust this camera because I don't like how it's looking. Okay, there we go. Um, Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> I hope that you had a fantastic Christmas break. I hope that you had a wonderful uh, New Year celebration. For me, I went back to Maryland. That's where my mom's side of the family is for the most part. I still have family in Nigeria and my dad uh, lives in New York, but I visited my mom's side and got to spend time with my siblings, cousins, aunts, um, my mom, my grandma. So it was really, really lovely. Um, It was also interesting in some ways. So those of you who are, who are listening and you're like, yeah, I spent time with my family and it was great and interesting (laughs) all at the same time. I completely relate. Um, and I will say I, I dipped out literally the day after Christmas. I left, I boarded a a. 6am flight on December 26th and I was gone. (laughs) And, uh, and that was a good decision for me because I just needed some time, uh, to recoup and be by myself and reflect and rest in time for the new year. So today we're actually going to be talking about that very subject, uh, casting vision for 2024. In fact, I think I'm going to title this episode, spirit setting, (laughs) casting vision for 2024. So what do I mean by spirit setting? Um, Let's just dive into it. So I don't do New Year's resolutions. I think that they are a waste of time. I am not a fan of them. I don't think that they work. And uh, yeah, I stopped doing them really when I was a teenager. However, I do think it is important to go into the new year with some type of vision, some type of sense of what God has for you in the new year. And uh, for me, there are a couple of ways in which I kind of gain that vision. I'm always seeking the Lord's face. I'm always uh, seeking his voice. I'm always looking to hear what he's saying and how he's leading and directing me. But I very deliberately take time at the end of the year to really get God's perspective on the previous year that I that I just left, and also get his perspective and understanding on the year to come, and what he wants for me, and how he wants me to um, co-create, co-labor, partner with him. So I I want to invite you to consider a better way of approaching this new year. I know that we are already in it. <laughs> uh, this is literally day three of of the new year, but um, I'm sure there are several of you who haven't necessarily taken the time, or maybe you got caught up with family stuff, or maybe you just haven't had a chance to catch your breath and you haven't really thought like, okay, what, what is it that I'm looking forward to or anticipating for 2024. And those of you who already have, maybe you have done some some vision casting, maybe you have thought about the year ahead. It's not too late to take a look at what you've written, what you've planned, what you've decided and run it past Holy Spirit and see if he has a different perspective. So I wanna challenge you to consider a better way of of landing on a vision for the new year, a better way that goes beyond new year's resolutions, a better way that even goes beyond, uh, this practice that frankly, a lot of Christians do, which is they, they pick a word, they, they pick a word or they receive a word, um, from Holy spirit about the year that's ahead. And a lot of times that word happens to be like their theme for, for the year last year, my word was, uh, intentionality, um, this year, the Lord has given me uh, a new word, realized. And uh, by that, he actually meant dreams, realized. But he can go even beyond that. He can go even beyond a, a single word or theme or or phrase. He can give you whole paragraphs of yeah. what he has for you in the year to come. And he can give you very specific details about what you can expect um, for different departments and different areas of your life. So in, in scripture, um, it says in, in Matthew 6, to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, um, and all these things will be added unto you. Everything else will be added unto you. So how do we actually do this? First step is to retreat. The first step is to get away and be intentional about seeking God's voice and God's direction for, for your life. And I've done this in a variety of ways over the years. Last year, I actually took a silence and meditation retreat. I went to this, um, this hermitage center in the middle of Minnesota. Um, it's called Pacham Terrace uh, Hermitage Center. And Pacham Terrace Terrace, it's, it's Latin for peace on earth. And it was created by this powerful woman of faith who, um, powerful woman of God, who she felt God calling her to create a sanctuary or to to buy land, to create a sanctuary for God's people to come sit in silence and just be in his presence. And I've gone to Pachamon Terrace twice. And uh, the first time I went was actually a year ago a little over a year ago at the very last uh, week of of December. And I, I did just that, I sat in silence. So um, on this territory, there were these little cottages, individual cottages, and they um, were pretty rustic. So they had like each group of cottages, maybe like three to four groups of cottages had an outhouse. Um, so yes, it was, it was pretty, uh, it wasn't the four seasons. Let's just put it that way. However, it was neat. It was clean. The land was uh, really well tended and it was 240 acres that were completely dedicated to just being silent and hearing God's voice. So everybody knew the code and the rule. You could not talk. You were not to play music. You were not to bring electronics. You were to be quiet and be still with the Lord. And the only thing that they recommended you have in terms of reading material uh, was your Bible. And it was, it was wonderful. I loved it. Um, I Now for me to love that is saying something. Cause I'm bougie. Okay. <laughs> I don't like camping. I don't like roughing it at all. I love nature, but I love to look at nature from comfort <laughs> And for the most part, that stay uh was comfortable aside from you know having to use an outhouse, but um it, it was exactly what my soul needed because it gave me an opportunity. If I felt like my soul had an opportunity to catch up to my body, it felt like my mind had an opportunity to slow down and be still just as my body was while I was on that retreat. When you have complete silence and space and room to just be, all sorts of emotions come up. It allowed me to purge uh, so much baggage from the year before. And it opened up my soul to receive what the Lord had to tell me and what he wanted to, to reveal to me, uh, for the year ahead. So that's what I did last year. And I, I, I actually, I slept a lot. (laughs) My body caught up on quite a bit of, of rest that I, that I needed and that I hadn't had in a while. Um, I took walks. Um, yes, in Minnesota, in the middle of winter, it was, it was hard, but I, I took walks and it was worth it because, and being in nature, I was able to just feel more grounded and connected with Holy Spirit. And the Lord gave me very specific words and instructions regarding my finances, regarding the Center for Prophetic Listening, regarding my health, regarding other uh, just questions, questions that I had. And he took his time in doing so; he didn't just you know give me one huge rush of a download. he kind of did the did it in in pieces and stages so that that's what I did last year. I did not do that this year. <laughs> I did not do that this past December this past December. I spent Christmas with my family, like I said earlier. I dipped out on the twenty sixth uh because I knew I needed time and space alone, but I also knew that I did not um I didn't feel called to go to Pachamon Terrace this, this winter. And so I actually spent um, a good chunk of time in my home and in my, in my apartment, which I love. And I spent a lot of time in that seat in the corner. Those of you watching uh, the video version of this podcast, I sat in the corner right there and spent a lot of time in prayer. I, listen to worship, um, worship music, soaking music. I rested. I took a lot of naps on my sofa in the living room. Um, I fellowshiped with, with friends every now and then, but I didn't stuff my, my calendar in any way. And I really felt like God was giving me permission to just receive, um, Received from him what he had to tell me in chunks in stages in in bits and pieces um so the Lord actually gave me the word for my year for for twenty twenty four for me He gave that to me in November when I was visiting my family for Thanksgiving, and he gave me um a, a really beautiful download and vision, and then he gave me proverbs. Uh thirteen twelve, so this is what I'm talking about when I say like it can go what God gives you for the year ahead can go beyond just a single word, even though that's nice um in my case, he gave me the word realized, and then he expounded, and he said it's dreams realized and then he gave me proverbs thirteen twelve which states um Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. And then he expanded on why he gave me that word. And basically he gave me promises for, for the year ahead. And, um, and, and that to me is really refreshing because if you're anything like me, sometimes it's easy to get stuck in the weeds of details and, stuck in the weeds of, okay, what's going to happen here? And When's this going to happen? And what do I need to do? And what are the goals that I need to have? And I love um, OKRs. So for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, those of you who work in corporate, you probably do know what that is, but I love OKRs. And OKRs are um, objectives. What the heck does it stand for? Objectives um, and key results. So you have an umbrella objective, and then you have very specific key results that you're hoping to, uh, to accomplish so that you can work your way to fulfilling the objectives. I love stuff like that. That's how my brain works. I feel like I feel most alive when I feel like I'm making progress towards a goal, towards something that I'm passionate about accomplishing and achieving. I am definitely a high achiever. And, uh, and so that's kind of my love language. However, that isn't always the healthiest way to view life. And it's definitely not the healthiest place to stay in, especially if you, um, end up losing, uh, losing the forest for the trees. So I want to encourage you to start with the drone view and ask the Lord, first of all, what, what was his perspective on 2023? before you launch into the new year, ask him to give you his perspective on the past year. And I'm going to tell you why I recommend that first. In um, In November, yeah, I want to say November, December, no, November, I, I was actually feeling really, really low. I felt like I hadn't accomplished nearly as much as i'd hoped to accomplish in um in 2023 i felt like i had all of these major goals and objectives and uh key metrics that i wanted to meet and for one reason or the other i just i i didn't quite hit the mark um there were a lot of things that i uh managed to achieve and get done but there were some major things that i i felt like man i really missed it. I I didn't, it didn't come to pass or it didn't happen in, in this year. And I was starting to feel really discouraged and kind of like a failure. Um, and, and this is partly tied to my own weakness that I'm, the Lord is still dealing with me about this, um, which is moving beyond, let's just put it this way. I, I would consider myself a recovering perfectionist, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I'm not a perfectionist anymore, but I definitely have a tendency to have an all or nothing mindset where if I don't have, if I didn't hit the mark exactly as I wanted to, or what I envisioned, then, you know, the whole thing was a failure and that's not, that's not healthy and it's not fair to myself. Um, and the Lord is, is gradually, uh, freeing me. From that. But all that to say in November, I was feeling like not good about the past, um, the past year and all the things that didn't come to pass. And the Lord used, um, somebody at my work to remind me of this concept that I'd learned back in March, but had completely forgotten. And it's called, it's based off of a book called the gap and the gain. And this book is by an author named, uh, Dan Sullivan. And I actually haven't, um, I haven't, I haven't interviewed this author. I would love to get him on the podcast at some point, uh, and discuss the book further. And I'm not sponsored by him or anything, but it's a really, really good book. And in fact, I'm going to show you guys the cover really quickly. Okay. So this is useless for those of you who are just listening to the audio, but for those of you who are watching the video, this is what the book looks like. It's called The Gap and the Gain, uh, The High Achiever's Guide to Happiness, Confidence, and Success by Dan Sullivan um, with Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And this book has been so helpful. It feels like this guy, you know, cut open my, my head and like completely read my brain, just like in it, he talks about how high achievers, they, they have this gap mentality where they are constantly looking at where they are compared to the ideal that's in their brain. And by the way, this ideal that's in their brain is, an it's called an ideal for a reason because nobody could actually reach it, let alone the person who, who has, who's dreamt it up. And we are not satisfied unless we feel like there's a perfect match with the ideal that we have in our mind. Well, because we're high achievers, the ideal is always going to be beyond what we could realistically embody and accomplish. So it's a lose, lose situation. It's like we set ourselves up for a lose, lose situation. Then he talks about the gain and the gain is, um, a a different way of assessing how you're doing because you're actually looking back at where you were compared to where you are now. And you're seeing all of the progress that you've made and all of the momentum that you've built. And essentially it's basically an enhanced form of gratitude, of practicing gratitude and reflecting in a way that is healthy and staying in that grateful mentality, as opposed to looking at all of the ways in which you feel like you have fallen short. Others have fallen short or, or life itself has has fallen short. And I needed that. I needed that reminder, especially in November, because I was a hot mess express and this was just, it was so encouraging to me. So, um, why am I sharing that with you? (laughs) Because as you reflect with the Lord on 2023, uh, chances are he's going to help you get into the gain mentality versus the gap mentality. So you may be looking at your year going, "Whoop, that didn't work, and that didn't work, and you know that didn't happen as I'd hoped or expected." However, um, the Lord is probably going to be like, "Hey." this happened and this happened and this happened and you did this and this was great and look how how much closer we grew together and look at how you've grown as a person and i i just i want to encourage you ask holy spirit to give you his perspective on the past year because chances are he's going to shift your paradigm so that you can have a much healthier view of the year that you just had and by having that healthier view you can look at the year ahead with a new lens a fresh lens and um and receive with greater accuracy what he has for you as opposed to looking at it through a distorted um, lens of regret, if that makes sense. So yeah, <laughs> get his perspective on on the past year uh, and then get a drone view of what he has for you. So that's where you're asking the Lord, do you have a word for me for 2024? And not just a word or a theme, but do you have um, a download for me? Do you, are there specific things that you want to tell me about um, what the season is supposed to be, what this year is supposed to look like, what you want to bring into my life, what you want to do, um, ways in which you want me to grow and learn and change? Uh, don't be afraid to ask him for kind of a, a 30,000 foot drone view of what he has for you in 2024. And then from there, dive in and get Get into the finer details and ask him, okay, what does that look like for my health? What does it look like for my business, my ministry? Um, you know, my job? What does it look like with relationships and families? Are there relationships you're wanting to bring into my life? Are there relationships you're wanting to remove from my life? Um, you know, what is it that you that you have in store for me? And then you want to move into asking the Lord about your part to play in all of this, right? So um I think that there are Christians that are kind of on opposite ends of the, of a pendulum that I'm about to describe. And I have certainly been on each of those ends on one end. You have the go-getter, the type, a go-getter who God gives them the vision and they're, they're, they're off to the races. They're, they're gone. (laughs) They're pursuing it and they are not waiting for anybody Including the Lord, (laughs) they're just going to go and try to get it done. And then on the other end of the pendulum, you have uh, the the believer who they're not they're actually paralyzed. They're not going to take any step of faith of of work anything. They're not going to do anything unless God tells them to do it. Like they're not even going to pick up a fork and eat unless God tells them to pick up the fork. You know, but like that's that's the other extreme, right. Um, where they're, where they're stuck in analysis paralysis and they over-spiritualize it. God is calling most of us, um, if not all of us to, to partner with him as mature sons and daughters to co-labor with him in the work that he set before us. And I don't know why it took me this long to learn this and to realize this. Um, yeah, it took me way longer than it should have <laughs> realized this, but I'm in a much healthier place now that I, that I do understand it. And so, uh, in my own situation, I came back from Christmas break. I spent the first couple of days just resting, um, sleeping, eating bonbons, <laughs> watching, watching movies. It's just, you know, enjoying my own company again after spending so much time with other people. I'm an introvert, so I needed to recharge. And then i I actually um, started to sit in my my quiet place with the Lord and and just gently inquire of Him. You know, what is it that you want to tell me? And there are actually key questions that um, He put on my heart to ask him. And so I'm going to share those questions with you really quick. Okay. So the Lord had me ask, um, four questions, and these are questions that he laid on my heart to ask him. So for those of you who don't know what to ask the Lord, and if you ever run into that, where you're like, man, I really want to have a conversation with you about this. Or, um, I know there are things that I I simply don't know, but I, I, I need answers to just ask him, what are the questions I need to ask you? And he's really good at answering. So the first question that he um, told me to write was, what was your assessment of 2023? So we we covered that already. Second question that he had me ask was, what goals and objectives must carry over from 2023 into 2024? Now, guys, this question surprised me because I have a tendency to think, um, sure, I'll reflect on the previous year, but once the previous year is done, I'm moving on. Like what's, what's the new clean slate, clean canvas, like let's go. And this was actually a pretty pleasant surprise because it felt like he was saying, no, there are certain things that will carry over into the, into the new year. Um, It's not like a full blown amputation or something. So just, you know, ask me, ask me what specific things uh, you, I want you to carry over into the new year. And then The third question that he laid on my heart was, um, what are, what fresh objectives do you have for 2024? So, um, in addition to the old things that are carrying over, what are, what are some of the new things that, that are being generated? And then the fourth question, um, that he laid on my heart was, uh, how do you want me to function in 2024? So it's one thing to receive objectives about things that he wants you to do, but it's an entirely different story, um, to ask him, how do you want me to be, how do you want me to show up as I'm partnering with you and co-laboring with you and the things that you have, have set before me for this year. So, um, he was very, very faithful to, to address each and every one of those, those questions, but I wouldn't have asked them had he not laid it on my heart to ask, uh, so I just want to encourage you, you know, you can obviously ask him these questions if you want, uh, but you can also just ask him, Hey, what are the things that I need to be asking you? Because we each have an individual journey with him. Right. So um, one of the things that the Lord impressed upon me last year was as he gave me different goals and objectives and, and things that he wanted me to, to work on, he actually st- gave them to me in phases and stages. And so in particular with the Center for Prophetic Listening, he um, he gave me four stages of development. Um, and under each stage, there would be certain projects that I would be working on. And then once that stage was done, I could move on to the next stage and work on a certain set of projects for the next stage. And At that time last year, it really helped me to organize what I was focused on, but this year he actually um, moved this in a different way, and he just had me focus on a quarterly basis. And so, I just want to encourage you, as we're getting into the minutia, (laughs) the nitty gritty. um, It's okay if it looks different than what how it looked last year. That's really the point I'm trying to make. It's okay if um, the way you seek the Lord this year is different than how you did it last year it's okay if um the way he wants you to work towards a, a project or a goal or an initiative is different it's okay if um if how you show up in your in your work and and your energy in doing it is different uh using myself as an example in season past in my 20s i i was a thoroughbred i i was a stallion i would i would leave the gate and i would just sprint all the way into completing project after project after project uh this past year i learned that i can no longer function like that like in my 30s that's just not it's not the thing for me to do at least not in this season or or in recent seasons and he's also shown me um that particularly this year, when I asked him the question, like, how do you want me to function in 2024? How do you want me to show up as I'm working on the things that you've laid on my heart? He made this huge emphasis that I needed to take my time, that I needed to not rush and that I needed to uh, have margin and room um, as I'm working on these things so that I don't feel overwhelmed or burned out. And some of you listening are like, well, duh, Michelle, (laughs) of course, of course, that's the best way to, to, you know, work through these things. But you know, for some people like me, that that's very new. And that's just not how I've functioned in the past, because I've always kind of run through projects and, you know, put optimum effort and energy and then rested. And so I would do like fits and starts, but I feel like he's been teaching me over the past couple of years that he wants me to, to move forward in a, in a different way and show up in a different way. So ask the Lord, you know, what does that look like for you? And then finally um, I know that I've been talking a lot <laughs> in this, this episode and in some ways it, it probably feels like I'm, I'm rambling a bit, but I did want to end this episode with an opportunity for you guys to experience um, prophetic listening and to experience—well, I shouldn't say experience prophetic listening because it's not like I'm listening with you about this. But I, I want you guys to experience hearing Holy Spirit when it comes to um, when it comes to 2024 and what He has for you. So I'm actually going to do this exercise um, and I'm gonna facilitate this. And if you're driving or something, obviously uh, ignore and don't participate or come back later when you are able to to concentrate on this. But for those of you who are in a place where you, you can participate, um, I wanna encourage you to take a moment and listen, pull out a pen and paper And, uh, let's do some listening to the Lord together. Okay. So on your paper, I want you to, if you need to pause this, by the way, so that you can go and grab a pen and paper, go ahead and pause. But, um, for those of you who are ready on your paper, I want you to write four questions and I want you to leave space underneath each question for God's answer. Okay. So the first question that you're going to write is what was your assessment of my 2023 okay that's question number one what was your assessment of my 2023 make sure that you leave some lines of space underneath for god's answer and then write the second question second question is what goals and objectives do you want to have carry over from 2023 into 2024 I'll say that again. What goals or objectives do you want to have carry over from 2023 into 2024? Question number three. What fresh objectives do you have for me for 2024? What fresh objectives do you have for me for 2024? Number four what do you, how do you want me to function in 2024? I guess another, a better way of saying this is how do you want me to show up in 2024? So write either one. How do you want me to function? How do you want me to show up in 2024? Okay. And if you feel like there is another question that you want to ask him, feel free to tack that on. Um, maybe you decide that you want to ask him about, uh, you know, your business or finances or uh, relationships or maybe your kids or something like that, that feel free to add whatever question you feel is relevant for you. Um, But these are the four that he laid on my heart to ask. Okay. So now that you have the questions written down and you have space underneath each one, I am going to clear the room. Okay. Pray with me. Lord. thank you for this time. Thank you for this listener's heart to listen and hear your voice and your voice alone. We come to you with expectant and grateful hearts. Your word says in James 1, 5, that you pour out your wisdom liberally on all who ask for it. And so we just take you at your word. We repent for all of our sins, sins of omission and commission. We come to you with clean hearts and pure consciences, and we receive the forgiveness your son died to give us. We renounce this vow and change our minds over any agreement with the enemy or the things of the enemy and we plead the blood of Jesus over us afresh. In the name of Jesus, I command any spirit that is not of God to be bound and silenced by the blood and the authority of Jesus Christ. Any spirit of deception, confusion, disorder, any spirit trying to disguise itself as God's voice, I cut off your tongues and silence your tongue, silence your voice. I banish you from our presence and bind you to the foot of the cross. Every last spirit, named or not named, that is not of God, you are banished from this place, rendered ineffective, and completely silenced. I revoke any invitation extended to you knowingly or unknowingly leave. Now go to the foot of the cross and do not return. We are children of the most high King and you are not allowed to speak to us or bring any sort of deception or confusion of any kind in Jesus name in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over our hearts, our minds, our spirits, our bodies. We command our minds to be silent and still for the duration of this session, particularly our flesh and our own biases We place all of those on the shelf and we invite Holy spirit to rise up to a place of prominence inside of us. Holy spirit. We invite you to take the driver's seat of our beings. We submit our minds, wills, and emotions to you. Let us see what you see. Let us hear what you hear. Let us perceive what you and only you perceive. We want to receive what you have to say through your spotless lens. So Lord, we just thank you for your voice, your presence, your willingness to speak. Let us hear your voice and your voice alone. We come to you with ready and expectant hearts. And we just thank you for the revelation that you are about to give give us for 2024 and also the reflection that you're going to give us for 2023. So Lord, we just thank you and we praise you and we trust you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So Lord, I lift up this first question to you, which is what was your assessment of 2023? Okay, go ahead and pause so you can take some time to listen and write what he says. All right. Question number two, Lord, thank you for what you've revealed for the first question. Now we just ask you what goals or objectives must I carry over into 2024? So what goals or objectives um, have you determined that I should carry over from 2023 into 2024? I just invite you to speak. Go ahead and pause this so you can receive what he says. Okay. Question number three. Lord, we just thank you for what you revealed already. What fresh objectives do you have for me for the year 2024? What fresh objectives do you have for me for the year 2024? Go ahead and pause this and receive. Okay, Lord, we thank you for what you've revealed already. And we lift up this question to you, this final question. How do you want me to show up and function in 2024? How do you want me to show up to function? How do you want me to be in 2024? Okay. So I'm hoping that you guys paused at each question and received the Lord's answer and wrote down what he said. Um, if And for any other questions that you may have had that you took some time to listen as well. Um, I want to thank you for listening to this episode for doing this exercise with me. Every time I do an individual episode, it feels like I'm kind of experimenting and it's fun. Um, it's fun for me. I don't know if it's fun for you, but I hope that I hope that you got some value out of this. Uh, also wanted to share with you guys, um, that as we enter the new year, uh, I'm actually going to be creating a set of uh, resources specifically for the listeners of this podcast. So if you would like to stay in the loop um, and, you know, be aware and and be notified of freebies that I create, um, and resources that I'm going to be sharing exclusively for, um, uh, my podcast listeners, please go to www.propheticlistening.com and sign up, um, for the, the newsletter alert so that you can receive, um, the freebies and the bonuses and all the perks that I'm, I'm creating specifically for my podcast listeners. Um, would love, 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 love to bless you in that way. Thank you guys for uh, joining me on this episode. The next episode y'all is going to be, um, on my birthday week. Yay. <laughs> and it's actually going to be a big episode. So, um, Stephanie gas, uh, she is a, an incredible Christian entrepreneur podcaster. Um, she has a show of her own, uh, called online business for women. Um, she, She agreed to be a guest on my show. And so she will be on the next episode. That's uh, next week. Make sure that you tune in um, and show up in a big way and support. I would really, really appreciate it. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Happy new year. God bless. Oh, and if you love me, if you appreciate the show, if this has blessed you in any way, if you love Jesus. (laughs) do me a favor. If you haven't already, please leave a review. Uh, it would mean the world to me. And I would love to read these reviews, um, on my birthday. That would just bless me tremendously. So thank you guys for your support. Love you all. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, fam fam. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this episode. I really, really hoped that you were blessed by it. If this taught you anything, about hearing God more clearly, about listening to Him with other people, if it inspired you watching other people connect with the voice of God, I want to encourage you, share this show. Don't be greedy. Don't keep this all to yourself. Share this show. Let other people know about the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Share it on your social, text a friend about it, bring it up in conversation, whatever that looks like for you. Also, if you could do me a huge solid and leave a review, guys, that helps increase visibility. There is nothing like word of mouth traction. So please leave a review. Lastly, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at theMichelleAnora. You can also find my work, my resources, my e-courses, as well as the certification program on www.propheticlistening.com. Thank you again. Tune into the next episode. We're here every week. Can't wait to see you on the flip side. God bless.